the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Don't take it for granted that we are here today. We believe that, Lord, you chose us. Among many people, you chose us to be here today. And, Lord, we are here. We pray, O oh God, that you touch every life. May we not live the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Our time is up, so I'm just preaching for a short time, about 15 minutes, and then we'll be closing. Amen. Because many of you didn't come on time. Right. Good. Now, turn with me to Genesis chapter 1, and uh, we're reading verse 24, 25. Um, I want to continue from where I left off last week, or what I started preaching last week. I was sharing on bearing fruit after your own kind, and um, I want us to read what the Bible says. Genesis chapter 1, verse 24, it says that, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after his kind and it was so verse 25 and God made the beast of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creeped upon the earth after his kind and God saw that it was good amen one of the things that God finds to be a good thing is when living creatures are bringing forth after their kind. Amen. When God finds that as a church, we are bringing forth after our kind, it's a very beautiful thing to him. And the Bible says that it's, it is good. It was good. It was good. And so, one of the good things we can do this year is to bring forth fruit after our kind. If we were here last week, I said that God says bring forth after your kind because that's the easiest thing to do. God could have said bring forth a cow. Forgive. Bring forth uh, an elephant. Mercy. Bring forth a dog bring forth a monkey I mean you would have said that God was unreasonable what kind of God is this God is not practical but he chose to give us something that we can all do which is to bring forth after our kind and that's the command he gave to Adam and Eve and um, their work has produced all that we have here you know bringing forth after their kind but I don't think that that command is just for uh, maybe then more like a physical thing but now that we have become more spiritual than physical God is expecting us now to bring forth also spiritual fruits somebody say amen so that is what God is expecting of you not just to bring forth um children which a lot of women i mean it, it has been their main focus i mean you find women going to great lengths to give birth sometimes they take medicine sometimes they go to places i mean some of the things that people are made to do bath some water do this do that i mean when a woman is looking for a child it's a very wild thing no Eh? have you seen one before eh? yeah if you don't know it you understand the message I'm preaching but women will do anything one brother told me he said 
Sometimes my wife will wake me up in the night as I'm sleeping. But when I wake up, I see her sitting on top of me and she'll be hitting me. Give me a baby. I need a baby. I need hey. It's not a simple thing. You know, and I'm just saying that if the same attitude that we have towards having physical babies and children, we have the same attitude. I mean, in the night you wake up to hit your husband, give me a baby. Why not wake up in the night and cry to God, bang on the heaven's doors and say, Lord, I need spiritual fruits. I want to be a fruitful Christian. Why don't you pray such a prayer? But that one we will not. Our attitude towards the things of the physical if we can bring it into the spiritual we will do very well and I believe that that's all this message is about is to make us rise up and to become who God wants us to be and last week I was sharing with you that when it comes to fruitfulness Jesus becomes very wild because we saw it in Mark 11 when he was walking with the disciples and they saw a fig tree and the Bible says that he was expecting to find fruit on the tree. Yeah. Mark 11, can you find that scripture? And then when he got there, he got to the tree. There was nothing on it. And the Bible says that he was not happy. And then he cursed that tree. And we can see throughout the scriptures how God will curse things, especially when he finds that they are not bringing forth fruit. Yeah. We read again in Luke Okay, but go back where he cursed the tree. Mark 11, I think verse 14 or so. 14 or something like that. Can you go back to verse 14? Okay, I'll just have to. Okay, okay, verse 12. Thank you. Please, screen people, try and help me. On the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. Mark 11, 12, verse 13. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves he came if happily he might find anything thereon. i think that when he saw the leaves once he's having leaves then it must be something on it you know so he came i mean looking for something he was very eager and then when he came to it he found nothing but leaves hey could it be that we are having leaves but there's nothing to show and the Bible says that he was not happy. So verse 14. And Jesus answered to it. I don't know why the Bible says that. But it looks like the tree probably was speaking to him. him. <laughs> the tree was saying something. Charlie, how? I, you know, I, I mean, I cannot be bringing forth fruit at this time. And Jesus answered and said to it. No man shall eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. No man. So, when it comes to fruits, he becomes very wild. Another time he gave a parable in Luke 13, I read earlier from verse 6, where the Bible says that he gave the parable of a, a man that had a, a vineyard and then he went to look for fruit on the fig tree and then when he went there, there was nothing. And he was very angry. He said, cut it down. <laughs> cut it down. And you see it, it runs through the scriptures. When you read John chapter 15, another scripture where he talks about fruit Jesus is the one talking about all these things though. so it makes the thing very important that you must be a fruitful Christian and every one of us must be able to look at our lives what kind of fruits am I bearing I mean since I became born again are there fruits I can point to first of all fruits in your life and then fruits that you have born through other lives are there things like that you can point to if there's nothing then you are falling into the scriptures that we are reading. And it's not, they are not good scriptures. I don't like to read such scriptures. I would have loved to read that. I see you being blessed. I see you being lifted high. I see the Lord taking you over. Any wall that stands behind and before you, may you jump over that wall. May you run through a troop and may you leap over every wall. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Take it home. Take it one. Take it two. Take it three. And take it four. I like to say such things to you. But you see, I will not be a good pastor to you if I don't tell you about this one. All of them are on the marking scheme. And for me, I feel that even the fruitfulness is even wider. Because I have not seen Jesus' reaction to any other thing in that way, the way he does with fruitfulness. I mean, he caught somebody in adultery. 
He just looked at the thing. He was rather writing on the ground. He said, you people, you say, shall I leave her alone? Me, I don't have anything to say to you. Oh, go. But when it came to fruitfulness, it was very, wow. He caught another woman. He said, oh, I know about you. You have a lot of husbands. You are just sleeping around with a lot of men. But no problem. No problem. If you know the water I have, you would like to drink the water. The nice message. The woman went to bring all the people of Samaria and they came to hear him. Nice. But fruitfulness. John 15, verse 1. He said, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. So now he's telling you who he is. Verse 2. He said, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he will take it away. That is the job that the father does. And he was speaking to the disciples. After John 13, everything that comes there was to the disciples. And these are the messages we must be interested in as builders of the church. What does Jesus want us to do to build his church? These are the things. Are you there? You are very quiet. He said, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. So, he, he, he has two things that he does. He has a knife. And the knife can do two things, depending on what you want. <laughs> what do you want? You know, like they used to do in those days in, in Liberia, when the warlords were going around, when they catch somebody, they would ask you, do you want short sleeves or long sleeves? Yeah. And they will cut your hand. If you say long sleeve, they will cut here. If you say short sleeve, they will cut here. And we're cutting people's hands just like that. Mercy. But this one, Jesus is asking, do you want pruning or you want, uh, what is it? Cutting away. Yeah, purging or cutting away. The same knife, that same knife, when he brings it to you, he looks at you, he can make you become a nicer person. Rick, may you receive that one on. But that same knife, when it comes, he looks at you. Some of these messages are very hard messages. And you may not want to hear it. No, 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 no. But they are also part of the messages. Just like how we preach to you that you shall be blessed in the city, blessed in the country, this and that. This one too is also a message to be preached. We cannot leave it out. We cannot get to heaven one day. I never heard about being fruitful. No. It is a major something on the syllabus. That you bring forth fruit. My brother. Bringing forth fruit. Not just coming to the church. Why did Jesus save you? If it was just to come to church. And if it was just to go to heaven. Then he's wasting resources here. As soon as he saves you, no, then you go. As soon as you are saved, no, pa, pa, pa. When you save, no, then you die. Go, save, no, die. But that's not what he wants to do. He wants fruits. Somebody say fruits. Fruits. Oh, the way you are saying it is not strong. Say fruits. Aha, uh -huh, now I can feel you. I know you are wearing masks, but try and speak. Yeah. So he said, so that he may bring forth more fruit. So the desire of God is that you will have more fruit. And this year you shall have more fruits. I see your fruit becoming a lot. There are going to be people who will be following you. Some of them will be calling you pastor. Some of them will call you daddy because you have become fruit. They are the one who brought them forth. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Some of you are going to be starting percentages in areas. And you'll be teaching people. There'll be people who will look up to you. Oh yeah. They'll come and ask you answers. They'll ask you for counseling. Hey. Brother sinners. Then people are coming. Hey, pastor. Pastor. Receive it. Yeah. So it's a better thing to receive than a, a shoe and a car. Amen. Verse 3. He said. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. So he says that the word, and like I told you, the words that are spoken, 
they are the seeds that makes you become that person. So if there's any pruning to be done in your life, a lot of it will be done by the word. When you don't take the word, your life will not be pruned in a certain way. I've come this far because of the words I've been hearing over and over and over and over. I've heard the words you can preach. I've heard the words you can teach. I've heard the words you can be a shepherd. I've heard the words you can become a pastor. I've heard the words you can be a reverend minister. I've heard the words you can be a bishop. And those words have cleaned me. It has taken some things out of my life. Certain thoughts I had that I cannot be. Recently we had a meeting with some people and we're talking to somebody, asking the person whether the person wanted to be a pastor. He said, no, he doesn't want to be a pastor. Why? Because he feels that pastors are something, something, something. They struggle. What does he say? You see, a mindset like that, you will never become a pastor. It's like a woman who has been told by some other people that, listen, men are dangerous. If you marry a man, or if you get into a relationship with a man, something, something. So her whole mind is this thing that she has heard. But sometimes when you are preached to, you hear something, you hear it over and over, then you are being cleaned. You are being washed from some things. And I pray that any bad thought that you have had, may it go out of you and may you have good thoughts. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this is the best message to hear that bear fruit for the Lord. Yeah. How many of you want to become pastors? Yeah. <laughs> How many of you don't want to become pastors? Let me see if I show of hands. Hey. How many of you don't know what you want? Lift up your hand. So, what do you want? My dear sister, I didn't raise your hand. What do you want? You want to be a pastor? Is the best thing to become. Is the best thing to become. The Bible says that no man takes this honor upon himself than he that is called of God. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 4. Nobody takes this honor upon himself. This is this is a great honor. Oh, yeah. More honorable than being a pilot, than being a doctor. I've gone to places. And the respect I've received, I don't think that I would have received it if I was even doing the course that I did in the university. I was working with it. I don't think that people would give me that respect. Yeah. Students, are you there? Yeah. You would think that becoming a doctor would make you. You see that? It, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. This is an honorable. If they are talking about honorable, honorable, this is it. This is the real honorable. Yes. No man take this honor. It's not uh, these honorable, honorable people that they are calling that we don't see the honor that they are showing us. Yeah. Real honor is when you are doing the work of God. It's unfortunate that people have sported and made it become something else. But really, the greatest honor that you can ever have is to do the work of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I am just stirring you up, tintillating you, exciting you, so that you will also desire to become. You know, Jesus says something. We're reading a scripture. We'll come back to John 15. But the scripture we're reading in Matthew 13, when uh, Jesus was talking about why he was giving them the parable, in verse 13, um, yeah, it says, I tell you stories. Can you, can you go to verse 13? Still in the message. I like the message. It says that the reason why I tell you stories, he was talking about parables. Okay, have you found verse 13? Okay, it said, therefore, no, I need the message. It said, that is why I tell stories. Yeah. To create readiness. Readiness. I'm telling you stories to create readiness in you. Yes, I'm telling you things that will make you desire to become a pastor. Yeah. 
I don't think that the countries I've even traveled to, I would have traveled to any of those places if I was doing. No. No, 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 no. I'm invited to places. Yeah. I said Christmas Day, I was in my house when they called me that we, we are in America, but we want you to preach from Ghana to us in America. <laughs> Do you think that uh, the metallurgical engineering, they will call you that preach, uh, come and talk to us in America as you are in Ghana? For where? Yeah. This is the best thing to give your life to. And at the end of the day, today, yesterday, a colleague of mine said he has been looking for me. Yeah, our mates, one of our mates in school. He's now uh, into investment banking in the UK. And he said, he doesn't know, but it's been coming to him that he should look for me. So he sent me a message. He got my number. Sent me a message. You know, and he said something. He wrote. And I wish I could read it on my phone. He said, he said, he was, I was just asking him, so what are you doing now? I haven't heard from him for a long time. So he's into investment banking and all that. He said, but you, you have chosen the right one. He said, you have chosen the right one. That's what he said to me. I, I didn't say anything. He said, yours is to eternal. What he said, he has eternal rewards or something like that. He said something like that. Eternal rewards. And I was really touched, you know. And he said to me, he said, anytime you are in the UK, I want to host you. I want to host you. What else? I mean, I'm telling you stories to create readiness in you. to nudge the people toward receptive insight because the people they have become too but you know stiff so I need to tell you things even some people after all the stories still uh, they are just looking at you oh, oh, we, don't, we don't even know what you are talking about <laughs> he said he said in their present state they can stare till doomsday and they will not see it listen till they are blue in the face and they will not get it if you say in the state you are in, you will listen to doomsday and you never get it. Every day we'll be talking and you'll be there. Yeah. I remember one time Bishop was saying, he said, I'm thankful and he mentioned my name. He mentioned some people. He said, I'm thankful for some people that when I spoke, they just flowed. And for me, I'm very happy when I have people flowing with the things I'm saying. Let's not become, our hearts become wax gross that whatever we say you don't do it decide that I'm just going to do it you will see how your life will be fruitful or you just watch it yeah so he said John 15 3 I haven't left it you are clean by the words such meetings are good so that you hear the words sometimes we listen to the podcast we listen to the preaching from our father Sunday was preaching about open door. I sent the message to some people. I don't know how many of them have listened to it. It is like, that one too, we have to come and take it and put it inside your ears. They don't even respond on the page, let alone listen to the message. <laughs> Zenas, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, listen, this year, we need to let our, this thing, be melted so that we can bring forth fruit. Yeah. So he said, verse 4, he said, thank you Holy Spirit. I'm just closing. I'm just talking to you. He said, abide in me as I abide in you. Okay, I'll get to that place. But I started sharing with you last week how you can bring forth fruit. What was it that we said? I said, I'm giving you seven reasons why you must bring forth fruit. And what was the first reason? I cannot hear you to show that you are a real Christian. And I was telling you that a lot of people are not real. They are not genuine. And Jesus said, you will know them by what? You know them by their what? Yeah. So what are the fruits that you have that we can know you by? Make up your mind that nobody will describe you by your dress. 
I should be called the center leader of uh, where? So I would like that description than to be described by my hairstyle. Because some of you, that's the only way I can describe you. If I look at you, I don't have any other description but than your hair. Oh, that girl. So, which girl? Oh, that girl. Oh, which girl? Oh, that girl that is always doing this hairstyle. That, that's all we can say. But some people, we can say, oh, the leader of this group. Oh, the one who has been training those young people. Oh, the one who is teaching at the New Believers School. That, that, that's, that's a good description to have. How many would like to be described that way this year? Yeah. So find something and enter into it. Some of you, we have just brought you into something. Every one of you who has been brought into our vision, 26 centers, under which we are going to create more bus centers. How many know about the vision, 26 centers? How many don't know about it? Okay. So what it is is that we are starting 26 centers, the whole of Obuase. Yes. And a center is a place where Basentes come together to meet, you know, from time to time, every week. So we're going to have that and we're going to have more Basentes and every one of you is going to be a Basenta leader. What do you think? And you'll be teaching people, teaching them. You have a book and you teach them. How many would like to be Basenta leaders? Eh? <laughs> yeah, you can be. You have heard enough. I don't know what else you want to hear again. Like the other day, somebody's grandmother died, I think at the age of 98 or so, and they were crying, crying, crying. So a brother walked to the distance and said, How much do you want her to grow that you are crying like this? Some people today are somewhere. Somebody's this thing has died and they are crying. He said, Wait there, he said, 98. No. It's like a, at a certain age, you don't cry again. So after 98, how, how old again do you want her to grow? So some of you, we don't know how they want to grow out before you can start or what else you want to hear again. Whatever you need to hear, I'm telling you, you have heard it. If you are sitting here and you have been here for about four or five meetings, you have heard enough. Nobody comes to our church and you sit down, you will hear, you will hear something. Ah. Even if you don't have anything, even John 15, you can use it to teach. I'm telling you, you have a lot of things to say. How many realize you can teach about fruitfulness? I mean, from all that I've been sharing with you, you can teach. Take some people and share with them. That's all. Okay. So, genuine. Number two, because our time is up. It shows that you are a healthy Christian. Healthy. What do you think? Yeah, you need to bring forth fruit. Because if you are not bringing forth, as a woman, the conclusion is that something is not, you are not well, isn't it? In fact, they say that a lot of people, uh, when a woman is not able to give birth, they blame the woman. But they say most times, it's not just the woman, it's also the men. In fact, they say 40% is the man. 40% is the woman. 10% is both of them. And 10%, they don't know why. <laughs> they don't know why they can't give birth. But generally, when a woman is not able to give birth, I mean, the destiny is that she's not well. There's something that is missing. You see. And so, as a Christian, if you're also not bringing forth fruit, then you are sick. <laughs> yeah. How many want to be described as a sick Christian? No. You want to be a healthy Christian? How many want to be healthy? Yeah. I want to be healthy. I want to be a Christian who is sound. When you are not, you see that a lot of things are lacking in you. Maybe you are lacking. Normally, uh, they make them take. What are some of the things? See, some of the things they made them take. They take fall, you know, not folic. Folic acid after they are pregnant. <laughs> but before they take um, what? Even before they become that one too, they take it. Folic acid. Yeah. 
so that they can become this thing. What else do they take? There are other things they take. Hormonal things to make because it's like the egg is not being produced or maybe the egg, actually the eggs, they've all been produced but maybe the egg is not correct. Yeah. Do you know that every woman at a certain stage, all your eggs have been produced? Yeah. All your eggs have been produced. So, if you don't get pregnant and you are there and you are growing and you are growing, then the eggs are getting bad. Like any egg you put down in your house. If I put the egg down for some time, you see, if you go and break the egg, you see what will come out. So, the older you grow, there's some way it becomes. That's why older people, older women, when they give birth, you see the children are not, they are not really this thing. There's a, a bit of, because the egg so usually every woman is good 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. You know, around that day, 30, about 34, 35 there. So that the eggs you know, are fresh for home, then you can just. So it is believed that, yeah, maybe something is wrong. She's suffering from this, she's suffering from that. So you can also be suffering spiritually. You are lacking some hormonal things, imbalances, some vitamins are not there in you. Spiritual vitamins. Hey! And what else is lacking? You are lacking a whole lot of things. And you have to be a healthy Christian. You see, many times the word of God is what makes us healthy. It's our food. So you find that when people are not having the word well, not taking it well, you are malnourished. I say, spiritual And spiritually, things are not correct. So the sign that you are really being fed well, the sign that when anybody comes to this church, he will see that the church is really, is when he can see that the people are bringing forth fruit. He can see that the people are being well fed and they are coming out with good fruits. Otherwise, the only conclusion we will bring up is that you are not being well fed. And also you yourself, you are not properly eating well. Some people, it's not that they are not well, well fed, but they, they are not eating well. They don't eat well. Sometimes they go and eat outside food. You go and eat some food. We have proper food in the house. That you can eat. It's like children. When they see their mother's food, they don't like. They want to eat outside food. When they see somebody's food outside, they want to eat that one. How many of you were like that when you were growing up? You used to go outside to eat. Yeah, all of us used to go. We like the outside food. But the home food is good. We have good food in this house. We have good preaching in this house. If you can take the preaching and soak it, I'm telling you, you will become a healthy Christian. You will become a very nice Christian. Spiritually balanced uh, a Christian. But we don't take the food. The food is there. But sometimes we are going for other things. You like the uh, chocolate and the, what is it, toffees and the other things in other places which will not help you to become and sometimes when we preach certain messages, oh, we don't like this message. One day somebody was preaching, was talking about fornication. He said, if you are preaching, preach and stop talking about fornication. But fornication, isn't it preaching? There's fornication in the Bible. We have to preach about it. Yeah. So as the next person, are you a healthy Christian? You see, healthy. Prayer makes you healthy. It's like exercise. When you come to church, you become a healthy Christian. As you keep coming, you are being fed. You enter into the presence of the Lord. Rain falls on you. You become a healthy a plant that is uh, bringing forth. What are some of the things that they have? They have nice things. Amen. So when you are not bringing forth fruit, it shows that you are not a healthy Christian. Oh, but this year you are going to be a healthy Christian. When we look at you, we see a healthy Christian. Number three. Let me close with that because my time is up. To show that 
you have overcome the chokers of the word. Chokers. If you can't preach, if you can't teach, you are sick. <laughs> you can't witness. You are not well. Any child of God who cannot witness is sick. So that's why all these things, we need to have it. And we are teaching you. Number three, let me try and close with that. To show that you have overcome the chokers of the word. Mark chapter 4 and verse 14. Let me close with it because time is up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The sower, sower the word, isn't it? Mark 14, Mark 4, verse 14, quickly. Please, those of you on the screen, you're not helping me. Right. Are you there? The sower, sower the word, verse 15, quickly. We are running through quickly. And these are they that by the wayside, where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart. Mercy. May Satan not steal the word from your heart. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground who when they heard the word immediately received with gladness. Mm. But they have no root in themselves. And so endure but for a time. You see, there are some people we hear the word, we are excited, but it's for a short time. That will not be your testimony. Afterward, when affliction or persecution rises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Mercy. May you not be offended by the preaching that we are preaching on. Every day, you are talking about this. Listen. It's for your own good, though. Don't be offended. You see that Jesus is talking about you. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And what happens? The cares of this world, number one. The deceitfulness of riches, number two. And the last of other things, Entering in, choke the word. And what? It becometh unfruitful. So, this verse is the verse you are looking at. That is making you not be able to bear fruit. And a lot of people have not been able to cross this stage. It's the reason why we don't see fruits in your life. The Bible gives three things Jesus said. Three things why people become unfruitful. Number one is what? The cares of this world. <laughs> and the cares of the world, Charlie, we cannot do anything about it. We, we, we have to go through them. You have to look for food to eat. What are all the cares of the world? You want to find food? You want to find accommodation? What else? Find a job? Yes? Find a wife. Oh, find a wife. Find a husband. There are some women, their whole mission is the husband. Hey, 2021, mission, uh, husband or suicide. Yes. And what else are the cares of the world? Oh, you people. School, going to school, cares of the world. What else? Building a house. Pardon? Studies, school, and all that is a case of the world. And they are all there. We've come to meet them. We have been born into it. So we have to flow with it. But the thing is that sometimes we allow them to choke us too much. Choke. Do you know choke? You can't even breathe again. And some of us, the case of this world, are teaching too much. Your work that you are doing. I know it's important for you to work. I've been there before. I've been working and I know the importance of it. But let's not make the work choke us so much that now we don't do any spiritual work. Because the truth of the matter is that the things of this world, they will pass away. They will not be there. They won't matter any longer. You will see. Like somebody sent me a message and said, you have chosen the right. I'm sure he has done the thing for a long time. He has been in the UK for a long time. When he sent me the message, said, I'm sure he has gone through the things and no, the thing, no. The most important thing, how do we, you know? So yes, it's good. I will encourage you to work hard, go to work, don't be lazy. 
Don't go and sleep at the office. Don't go and read sports papers <laughs> at the office. Work hard. But then also, seek also the things of God. Yeah. Have a balance. Very important. Jesus said that these things you have given whatever to is good. But don't leave out these other things also. Which are also very important. Because many times we spend too much time on this. And your life is, is going away, my dear. A lot of things you can do them when you are young. When you grow, you can't do them anymore. You cannot do them anymore. So as you are young, and most of you here are below 40. They said life begins at 40. So you have not started yet. You are still young. This is the time to balance the two. I've been there before. I was also a lay person. I was working, working at different places. I worked at three different places before I came into full time. But all that, I was able to juggle the two, between the two, to be that lay person and also to do the work of God and try to excel in every area. Don't let one suffer at the expense of the other. Try. Bible says a false balance is an abomination. For many of us, the balance is not correct. Too much. And the truth of the matter is, how much time is God even requiring from you? Short time. Small time for God. You see. But if you don't take care, you will find out that the things now becomes, it's as if, hey, we will die. Like somebody says, Bishop is coming to say, kill yourself for Jesus. It's because our flesh naturally will not want it. And the devil doesn't want you to do it. That's why when the Israelites were leaving Egypt, Pharaoh said to them, you can go, but don't go too far. Have you seen that scripture? It's there, Exodus, look for it. He said, go, but don't go too far. In other words, you go to the church, but don't get into it too much. Because he knows that when you get into it, you will also have something that will benefit you for eternal life. But he wants to keep you. He wants to push you down. So the cares of this life is taking you. Some of us, we are taking a long time to look for a husband. It's like, and when I find a husband, I will come. Or when I build a house, I will come. If you don't take care, you never build till you die. You are waiting to build before you come. But what I realize is that the things that we are looking for, all these things, when we rather seek God first, all these things are added to us. Yeah. I've seen many people still going around, looking, looking. They are still not finding the thing they are looking for. Don't let it become too late. Add God to the thing you are doing. Yes, I understand the case of this life. It's very important. For me, I will pray for you. I will pour oil on you. I will prophesy over you that money will come to you. Miracle money will come to you. All these blessings will come to you. And I'm the first person to speak for you. I will want you to have it. I will want you to build. Every one of you, I want you to build your own house. And I see you. I'll be there to dedicate your house in the name of Jesus. But don't put God aside and say, I'm going to finish this one first. No. If I had decided that I was going to look for a wife first before I will, <laughs> I will serve God. I don't think, I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't have found a wife even. Maybe I'm going to get some girl be that will just come and give me problems. But rather when I went into God, that's where I found my wife. Wow. May you find whatever you are looking for. I said, may you find whatever you are looking for as you give yourselves to the things of God. Yeah. All these things, they will choke you. Choke you. Eh? You want to have a baby first. You have gone and you have had three, four babies. Some people says babies still. And you have sucked your breast. Ah, 
you are not finishing to come and do the work of God. <laughs> but we need to have a readiness. Hey. So the cares of this life, uh -huh, Pharaoh said, Exodus 8.28, I will let you go that you sacrifice to your God. Only you shall not go very far. Don't go too far. You, I want you to go and serve your God, but don't too, man, you know too much. When you go and Bishop Fabian is saying those things, don't join them. When he says, says that a percentage, you sit down as if you don't even know what he's talking about. When he says, we are doing centers, pretend as if, they say, all shepherds are meeting, don't go for that meeting. It's, it's, it's Satan who does that. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. Hmm? That is why Paul, he said to the, the Corinthians, he said, listen, I will advise you, First Corinthians chapter 7, I think verse 27 or so, he said, listen, I beg you, if you can, don't look for a wife. Eh? Can you put that scripture there? Some people don't like the message that I'm preaching. My flesh don't like this message. Some people even say that they want Jesus to come, they want to marry before Jesus comes. Are you bound to a wife? Don't be loose from your wife. Yes, yeah, stay with your wife. If you're already married, yeah, brother, stay. Hmm? Tell somebody, stay. Are you loose from a wife? Don't look for a wife again. If you have left a wife, <laughs> then it's okay. Don't get into it. I'm telling you something. You have gone to bind yourself to something. Verse 28. Oh, we have to close. Our time is up. Our time is up. But if you marry, you have not sinned, no. Listen. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. Nevertheless, nevertheless, in other words, you won't get anything less. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh. Trouble oh, that you have gone to carry upon yourself. But I spare you. <laughs> you see, but if you preach such a message, people will not like it. It's like, what are you saying? You are married already. You are telling us that we shouldn't, we shouldn't marry. What are you saying? Isn't that what you are saying in your head? You think I don't know what you are thinking? You are married you all already. Now you are telling us. You see, so that's why we cannot do anything. We just allow you to marry, so that when you are having the troubles, you say, you see that the people are saying, "Huh? You see the trouble that you are thinking about?" Now welcome to the trouble. But it shouldn't make you stop serving God. Because you alone, since you got married, we 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 haven't had the end of it. Everybody has troubles, though. Everybody has challenges. So the fact that people are walking and smiling doesn't mean they have no problems. <laughs> in fact, they say that the best marriage is not the one without problems. It's the one that in spite of the problems, they are still moving on and the marriage is working. That is how yours is going to be like. So don't pretend as if the whole world has come to an end. You have top church, you have top this, you have top that. Why? Overcome the problem. Overcome it. Yeah. And let me finish. Hey. If you haven't preached anything. Hey, quickly, quickly, verse 29. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. And the, oh, we are in verse 28. Uh, 1 Corinthians 7 28. You are trying to marry, so you don't want me to say it. Let me say it so that the people will understand. Quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 28. Oh, you have made my time. Yeah? I'm going to finish the thing because the, the case of this world alone has a lot of issues. Hmm? I'll take my time. Oh, I shouldn't take my time. He said, but this I say, brethren, the time is short. So the way you are making the case that you are having taking you too much, you know, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is a problem. Hmm? Pastors, you have cares, isn't it? A lot. <laughs> hey, Father, help your children. It remained that both they that have wives be as though they don't have a wife. <sighs> you don't like this message I'm preaching, you see? You like it? No, if you have a wife, pretend as if you don't have a wife. Because if you don't take care, Charlie, because the demands of the wives, eh? Hey, oh darling, oh honey, and they are on you. They want attention. They want this. If you don't take care, you have time to pray. 
So, if you are a, a husband, pretend as if you don't have a wife. Behave that way. We don't see just oh, it's because of my wife. Oh. It's every day this oh, my wife is this so oh, every day. Why? Yeah, are you the only one who was married? And then verse 30 says that you I will, I will, I will continue the message at another time. Verse 30. And they that weep as though they weep not, and they that rejoice as though they rejoice not, and they that buy as though they possess not. 31. Yes. And they that use this world as not abusing it for the fashion of this world pass it away. In other words, if you are having the things of this world, don't make your whole life every day. What is the latest hairstyle? Every day. What is the latest shoe? Latest phone. Ah! It will pass away. Verse 32. But I will have you without carefulness. In other words, too much care. Maxwell, are you there? Sit well. Too much care for the things of this world will make you become some way. Are you there, Mrs. Duku? Are you there? Yeah. Don't have too much care. You don't like this message. The way I'm, I'm looking at you, you don't like it. Your flesh don't like it, you see. But I'm telling you that you will find it all. It will come to you. You will have flat screen in your house. You see that you can't even watch it. I think that God makes it sad that when the thing comes, the thing doesn't have any effect over you. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, if you love the thing so much, it will control you. You cannot, you cannot. If you have been able to serve God, your whole life is not a husband, a husband. When you marry a husband, you will still be serving God. It will not be like my husband is now become yeah but I will have you without heaven he that is unmarried cares for the things that belong to the Lord how he may please the Lord that's the reason why he says don't marry us in us what type of lady are you looking for you haven't thought about that yet it's good don't think about it so that you may please the Lord Hmm? but verse 32 33 it said but he that is married eh? his whole care <laughs> is for the things of this world school fees eh? my daughter has sent me a list of things she's looking for I have to buy and send to her you see your mind you, see, you can't even be thinking about some things is it all the things you are thinking of actually how can I get this one how can I get this one you have to pay school fees you have to pay electricity bill you have to do this you have to do that Eh? rent this that that and your children you have to buy clothes do this Eh? it's not a simple thing no yeah so welcome as you are coming you care for the things that are of the world that you may please your wife hey even I don't please her and see you now you see something in the house. Try and please her. I'm going to take care of your brother to your house. You won't please her. Please her, Papa. Please her. Oh. Even you don't like the message, you see. You like this message. Charlie, I'm showing you how you can be good Christian. So that is how we grew up. Our lives were not controlled by the things of this world. Yeah. I mean, we like them. If we have them, we like them, but it's not controlling us. But we know God will give them to us. Oh yes, God will give it to me. What us? When I got married, I didn't have anything. We were just in the house. Our house, because we didn't have curtains at the window. From an able free, 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 free flow of air. And you come up. Yeah. Every time my father-in-law will come to that, say, but you put curtains here. Then we laugh. We don't have curtains. We are moving on. Yeah. But with time get better. As you serve God, God will bless you. Don't let your life be so much about the cares of this world. Let me close. 34. As I close, why? Quickly, there is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cares for the things of the Lord. Are there some unmarried people here? Unmarried ladies, can you stand? Unmarried ladies, stand please. Let me see you. 
Uh This preaching is for you. He said, you care for the things of the Lord. It's a good place to be. Don't worry yourself looking for a husband. Oh, today Christ is there. Why have we come to church today to hear this type of message? Uh, how many of you are looking for husbands you want to marry? You raise your hand. Okay. How many of you one day you would like to marry, you would like to have your husband with you? Let me see if I will show off your hands. You are thinking of it. Yeah, I know. I know. So, when I preach that message, you'll be sitting there. <laughs> we shouldn't marry. You see, but so what I'm saying is that now that you are not married, work for the Lord. So that when you marry and <laughs> the care start, because your husband will start, well, I'll eat fufu. <laughs> I'll, eh, I'll eat palm down soup. Eh? Stay, stay in the house. Don't go anywhere. I, need, I want you to be by me. <laughs> I want you to lie in the bed. Don't go anywhere. You see, all these things, you can't do anything about it. Your husband will be controlling you. You see, but now that you are not, do your best for the Lord. Do your best for the Lord. Are you getting it? Will you do your best for the Lord? Yeah, don't waste this time. Oh. Don't waste it. This is the best time to serve God. Best time. Sit down. Yeah. That she may be holy both in the body and in the spirit. Oh. But she that is married, she cares for the things of the world. How she may please her husband. So that's why also you need to marry a good person. A spiritual person. Because if you don't marry a spiritual person, when you are even praying, say, hey, why are you praying? If you are doing this, this, this. So, see, your whole life will become somewhere. Hmm? And you see the girls, they won't listen. Go and, marry, go and bring some brother. You try haircut to be. That's what I like. Um, wow, your Christian life is all gone down the drain. Sometimes I see some sisters, hey, very old Joshua sisters, so their whole lives are just gone down the drain. No fruit being born anymore. Oh, I think I should close the way you are looking. Let me read through quickly, then we close. 35 it says that, and this I speak for your own profit, oh, not that I may cast a snare upon you, no, but that. For that which is comely, beautiful, and that you may attend upon the Lord without distraction. That's the reason why I'm telling you this thing. I'm not telling you to set a trap for you. Eh, Bishop is setting, no. Verse 36. But if any man think that he behaves himself uncomely towards his virgin, if she pass the flower of a hedge and need so require, let him do what he will. He sinned not, let them marry. In other words, please, if you have found a lady and you like her and things are doing, don't be doing certain things with her. Please don't sin. Marry her quickly and be free. Because eh, Brothers, are you there? You have a sister around you, the time to marry. Please marry. Don't be walking around. Some brothers, they are walking around sisters, breaking sisters' hearts. If you like her, let her know and marry her. Settle down so that you can do. That was the thing I wanted. I said, listen, I want to marry quickly and move on. So that, <laughs> you getting it. Okay, 37. Hey, let's close. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but has power over his own will, and has so decreed in his heart that he will keep his virginity. Charlie is doing well. He's doing well. Doing well. Charlie, that's so... That's all. You don't have any necessity of having a wife or a husband. Charlie, flow. Be happy. That's what Paul is saying. If you can, if you can, please, I beg you, don't say Bishop says that. I say, if you can, if you cannot, don't, don't. All right, but it will do you. Verse 38, let's close. So then he that giveth her in marriage, do it well. But he that giveth her not in marriage, do it better. Hey, that one too is another one. No. <laughs> So this one, it's not just that the one who is giving the one in the marriage. is that when you give, you have done well. But when you don't give to, it's better. Hey, Father. So I said, there's a deep one. Oh. See, have you thought about it before? Charlie, are we going to give them away? Hmm. 39, let's so you do it better. Hey, Charlie, Bible, you're deep. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. 
Quiet. But if her husband be dead, then she's at liberty to marry any other person she wants to marry. But so long as her husband is there, please don't have any mind. Stay. Be happy. In verse 40, he said, but she is happier if she so abide after my judgment. And I think also that I have the spirit of God. That's what Paul said. He said, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I believe I have the spirit of God. What I'm saying is true. So, we may take other parts of the Bible, but this one too is also in the Bible. But anyway, I'm talking about the curse of this world that choke you so that you can bring forth. May you overcome them. May you be able to break through even as you are going through the curse. May you still be able to overcome and may you do well and be fruitful. Stand to your feet and let's close. Wow. Lift up your hands and talk to God. Oh yes. Oh yes. Pray that the curse of this world will not be a distraction to you. Pray that God will even supply them to you. That it will not be a bother. Your whole life you'll be looking after them. May God supply them so that you can focus on the things of God. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Whatever will be a distraction, Lord. May it be taken away from us. In the name of Jesus. May we focus, oh God. May we focus, oh God. In the calling, in the things that you have called us to. May we stay focused, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May we not be distracted by the cares of this world may we not be distracted by the things that the enemy is placing before us oh god in the name of jesus but may we be focused on the things of god may we set our eyes on things of god in the name of jesus may we set our affections oh god on the things above in the name of jesus christ and father as we seek first your kingdom and all his righteousness let all other things be added unto us father bless us with the cares the things that we need the houses the cars the money the blessing the breakthrough the marriages oh god may we be blessed by them oh god but lord may they not take us away from you may they not choke us such that we are not bringing forth fruit oh god may we be fruitful this year may our marriages not prevent us from being fruitful may our jobs not prevent us from being fruitful may the money we are looking for not prevent us from being fruitful in the name of jesus christ may we serve you all the days of our lives oh god oh god may we have a good balance a good balance oh god a false balance is an abomination may it not be our portion may we have a good balance oh god serving you and doing the things that are of this world in the name of jesus christ oh yes the enemy will not want us to go far but we will go far we will go far we will serve you oh god we will give ourselves to the things of god in the name of jesus we know that as we serve you lord you will bless us you will bless us we thank you father we bless you oh god we give you glory we give you praise lift up your hand let me pray for you father in the name of jesus i thank you for your children thank you for our hearts that are being made ready and ready oh god to do your will and to do your work in spite of the cares of this world father we pray that we shall not be moved away from you may none of these things move us may we stand steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that our labor in you Lord is not in vain in the name of Jesus Christ for there's a reward there's a reward say the spirit of the Lord may the reward that is due you for doing the work of God for making time also for God may that reward come to you in the name of Jesus Christ for your word says that as we seek the things of this world may we seek also the things that be of God may we seek also the things that be of God in the name of Jesus Christ let it be our portion we thank you that we are blessed that we shall not even have need of anything because you have provided for us the cares of this world will not be a distraction to us we have everything that we need we have houses we have cars we have money we have our marriages we are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ but we are also fruitful may we be fruitful in the land Oh yes, just like Isaac who entered into his Rehoboth that even though in the Rehoboth he said the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful. May we be fruitful living in our Rehoboth in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. We bless you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.
Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus two three three five nine one five two four five two two. That's plus two three three five nine one five two four five two two. To speak to Prophet Eddie Faden. Prophet Faden would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Faden is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Faden comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.